Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jeremy White and Sneaky Joe DiBiase. What is your order to establish how good the wings are? I'm going to order 10 before I order any more. And the way to find out if they're good is to order 10. Medium. Oh, the answer's hot. Sneaky Joe DiBiase. There's more skill involved in creating the sauce with the medium because you're combining more of the butter with the hot sauce. Used hot. I mean, they're going to throw hot sauce in there. Jeremy White. I think the, the words that were just put together. What? There's more skill involved in a medium? Yes. A medium is the 40-yard dash, and the hot is the shuttle or the three-cone. Not WGR. Real ones, no. Sports Radio 550. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. Give me a minute, Joe. I'm just adding a series of... Uh, Toy cars, Pixar cars characters. I mean, everyone you can think of to the twins' third birthday gift registry list. So it's I'm a little busy over here, trying to mm. keep uh, focused. Yeah, it's n- I'm not shopping for toys for me. No, no, <laughs> no. There's not a. Uh... The targeted ads with a new set of irons or anything that are popping up on the no, site? No, I really am I really am adding a ser- every character from the Cars universe to their their birthday list. Yeah, everyone. Just about. <laughs> or the ones I think they would like. Hmm. Yeah. I, I've heard, I'd heard long ago that uh, your kids growing up is a chance to relive your own childhood. And uh-huh. in terms of being an adult that can just buy toys, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can just buy toys. <laughs> That's it. You see something? You know, when you're eight, you don't even know if they're gonna like it. You'll oh, just I'm go sure that I'm sure they will. They've yeah. got, we have Cars Universe uh, storylines playing out on our living room floor every day. They've I mean, you a, showed me a video yesterday of like a spatula is sufficing as a as a toy. Yeah, so, like yep. I feel like they can. They're they're using their imagination mo- well enough. They are doing that. Yeah, but uh, the Cars Universe is huge, huge. So. You know. what, how many movies in are we on uh, on the cars? There's universe? only three. There's a series of uh, shorts. There's a there's a Cars on the Road series. There's Mater does a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movies Cars One and Cars Three are really it. Cars Two is <clears throat> trash. Um, really? Yeah, it's bad. really it's really bad. Out of place. What's, what's bad? Isn't it, isn't it like uh... it's very weird? Doesn't belong. I don't even know. It goes from maybe... racing to super spies back to racing. Yeah, but it's ra- weird. super spies, super spies and guns and stuff. You're like. You know, it's just shooting, shooting each other. It's weird. You get the cars equivalent of James Bond trying yeah. to solve like this giant worldwide yeah. plot, whatever. Huh. And it's... then all of a sudden you get Lightning McQueen racing in F1. And then you go back to Tomater being a super spy. And it's just, it's weird. Thank you. It's very weird. Cars came out, the original cars came out when I was like six. 
that was Sweet just spot. yeah. Oh, I watched that movie like every day for a whole year. Yep, that's kind of what our house is. <laughs> At least wanting to watch some of it every day. So anyway, yeah, I'm putting together uh, gift registry. What yeah. about what about the uh, race car bed? Is that still is that still popular among the kids? It is. Well, they, they already have a recently new bed system. Uh-huh. So the race car bed might be a little ways away, but by you know in like two years. Yeah, there's probably like a Lightning McQueen bed in our future. Yeah. All right, let's go. That that was something I always wanted as a kid. So. Yes. Who didn't want a race Who car bed? Did, right, exactly. Everybody, did every kid on earth want a race car bed? Yeah, I did. You saw it on some sitcom. Some kid would have a race car bed, and you think, they have those? That's oh. probably why, right, because I saw it on TV once and yeah. realized it existed, and now I need it forever. <laughs> right, right. Happy Friday, everybody. Jeremy and Joe with you, and, uh, you know... By the way, I typed in race car bed, and the first like four uh, that showed up are all Lightning McQueen. Good, so perfect. They're they're tar- they're out there. That's how it goes. So what's going on? Anything? We've got uh, here's what's coming up today. Brian Koziel from well about the waste management open. Kevin Price from the waste management open at nine. Koziel checks in at six thirty. Dan Dunleavy at eight thirty. We'll chat a little Sabers with Dan. He texted. He was listening yesterday. And that's what made me think, we should talk to Dan. He texted during the segment on hard-boiled eggs. Wow. Yes. He is team anti-hard-boiled eggs. Anti. I don't, I don't, all right, I'll, I'll defend its honor in some way, although I'm not like a big hard-boiled egg guy in the first place. Although, I did leave here yesterday and have a Cobb salad with hard-boiled egg on it, which wow. was a delicious. Congratulations. Yes. Big day for you. Yeah. It's got to be mixed in. I can't just eat it on its own. But if it's part of something bigger, like a like that Cobb salad, in. it's a good good addition to the group. Very good. Very good. Defend all the haters. Coming up later. NFL Awards last night. Let me put up a Twitter poll here. What's weirder? Flacco winning comeback player of the year. Or Lamar getting 49 of 50 first place votes. That's weird. Flacco winning comeback player of the year. It's 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 almost outrageous to me that he actually won the award. And I guess, is it even weirder that we knew this system now existed, but that it's possible for someone to win an award when... One guy, the guy who has 21 first place votes comes in second, and the guy who has 13 first place votes comes in first. Yeah, new system. Like it was, it's it's very wide the amount of first place votes that went to one guy versus the other. I I think it's Flacco. I would just like to ask any of the voters that gave all but one of the comeback player of the year award votes to Alex Smith four years ago who had six touchdowns and eight interceptions in five games after he almost lost his leg. Tell me why he won comeback player of the year, but you didn't vote for DeMar Hamlin. What year was that? That was 2018. No, 2019. Okay, the answer is the ranked choice voting. But there was nobody else that even really... Like, it was almost unanimous that year. But that's, that's, things were more likely to be unanimous because it was ranked... The, but this na- year, even if I just go to first place votes, Hamlin would have won this year, but he would have won with what? 60% of the vote. Right. Alex Smith had 99% of what would have only been the first place vote. Right. So there would have been 13 people that voted for Joe Flacco that probably all voted. If they only had one vote, they would have voted for Flacco last night. Yes. And all of those people voted for Alex Smith. Right. Because he got all but one measly vote. How many snaps did Alex Smith play? 
He played in six games. How many snaps did he play in six games? I can tell you how many. He attempted 250 passes. Okay, so 250 snaps at least. And had a 28 quarter. Like, it was probably horrible. Yeah. He only won the award because of what he came back from. He right. was not good, and he didn't play the full season. He had six TDs, eight picks. I don't know. It's pretty. It seems pretty inconsistent to me. If we're making it there about what a story, look what he came back from. Look at the brace that was on Alex Smith's leg that year. I'm not even saying he didn't deserve it. He had that crazy brace with like needles poking into oh, it yeah. like months after. Like He won that award because of the magnitude of the injury that he came back from. Not a lick of what he did on the field. And this time, it well, is he was, about what you did on the he field. He was a starting quarterback. I mean, you could say the results were this. We're not talking about how Lamar graded out as a special teams player. He Flacco, you mean? St- yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're not talking Demar is what I'm thinking. We're not yeah. talking about how Demar Hamlin graded out as a player. Right. The point is, he was on a roster. That's really all he had to do for a lot of people, understandably, to win comeback player of the year. I mean, Demar didn't get a lot of snaps as a defensive player. No, he played. He played special teams. He played special teams. He got a fake punt. Um. But wasn't that always pretty likely to be... Yes. Like, I, I guess that's what he was. Like, did, did he just never have any shot at it because he's not a great player? If it happened, if if this all happened to Micah Hyde, he's, oh, he's he wins it then. Yes. Because that's what Micah Hyde is. Like, that's what I mean, though. Like, that player would have just returned to what they had been. Hamlin basically just returned to what he had been, which was a depth safety who plays special teams. Right. Like what were we, what did you want him to do? You wanted him to be Troy Palomalu? Like maybe it's the people that voted for Flacco didn't realize that Hamlin was that before because he got hurt on a play where he was a safety. Right. And he's in in a primetime game insurance because of an injury to Micah Hyde who missed, you know, most of that year. Right. So maybe it's I don't know, it, it is tough to kind of figure out. The ranked choice voting is it's why that, he lost. It's why he lost. Yeah. It's it. Because Sam Monson pointed this out, and I thought it's exactly right. For anybody out there that says, how? How did this happen? The answer is that if you were going to vote for DeMar, you probably thought he deserved the award. But the idea of voting for DeMar Hamlin second, that's Mm. the weirdest thing of all. People that left him off the ballot think, all right, he didn't really play. I don't want to put him on there because he didn't really play. The players, as you pointed out and we heard earlier this week, yeah. voted for Tua. Yeah. Tua won the award because he was, you know, he came back from all those concussions and played at a very high level, led the league in passing. It's a pretty good case. Why doesn't Tua win it over Joe Flacco? <sighs> Flacco came mm-hmm. back from being on the Jets. I mean, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. That's a tough lot in life. He also came back to elevate the Browns. Yeah, those are two pretty good things. <laughs> you don't do that often. But Monson pointed out it di- it didn't make any sense to vote Demar second. You either thought he he should be comeback player, or you thought he shouldn't. And with that, Flacco's going to get more votes up and down the line as first and second and third. Because if your criteria as one of the voters who thinks I don't want to vote for Demar, he didn't do enough on the field. Well, then there you go. That that's how it's going to play out. So. How how upset should we be? DeMar has had every single recognition before this one. At last year's ESPYs, he's, he, he won an ESPY last year before returning to the field. Yep. Not that ESPYs are different than NFL awards. How do they rank? Which one's higher, an ESPY or an NFL award? 
I think the AP big NFL awards probably higher than an SB. Higher than an SB. Yeah. I, I think that's I think that's probably right. Yeah. When you go back and how many MVPs does a guy have? If you talk about their legacy or whatever, you want to have a conversation about a player, and you say how many MVPs does he have? They're, you're referencing the AP all your M- AP MVP. When Alex Smith's bio comes up and it says comeback player of the year. Yep. That's right. He gets it because it's the AP one, not because of, you know, the players one or the PFWA one. Like those those are the ones that are recognized as like the standard. You're the you won comeback player of the year that year, even though there were other awards given out for the same thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's pretty I think it's pretty bad. They're both strange. I mean, I I don't really have a problem with DeMar not winning it. it, it should he have? Sure. We're talking about award shows here. And Yep. And on some level, I got to be like the the fact that Lamar Jackson won forty nine out of first fifty yeah. first place votes. To me, that is just revealing about groupthink. If I could use that term, if it applies here, yeah. forty nine out of fifty voters. Only Aaron Schatz. We know who voted for Josh number one. Yeah, Aaron Schatz. That's it. Only Aaron Schatz thought someone other than Lamar Jackson was the MVP of the league. And this kind of gets to our conversation yesterday about the horse race nature of it. Everyone just kind of universally decided after the Ravens beat the Niners, yep. uh, okay, or after the Ravens beat the Dolphins, like, okay, well, Lamar is going to be the MVP. And that was just the end of the conversation. Dak, Josh finished in fifth. Mm-hmm. He finished in fifth with one first-place vote. I've got McCaffrey ahead of him, Dak Prescott ahead of him, Brock Purdy ahead of him. Yeah. Which means... And this is the funniest thing about it for me. If you ask 50 people what the MVP is, you get 12 different answers about how, well, it should be the the guy who had the biggest year, or it should be the guy who's the most important to his team, or it's the guy that I think if he were off the team and someone else were on the team, you know, you get interpretations of the MVP. And yet with all these different interpretations and a little bit of a vague idea of what MVP actually is, I got 49 out of 50 to line up. That strikes me as odd. Which of these two is stranger? I, th- I think it's the 49 out of 50. I mean, I expected Lamar to win. If it weren't for Aaron Schatz, he gets a unanimous MVP. Right. The same stuff that goes for, who are the other unanimous MVPs? Did Mahomes win it when he threw 50 touchdowns? Man, I don't even know about... When I think unanimous MVP, I go to, like, Steph Curry becoming the first person to ever do it in the NBA when he had, like... 403 pointers? Yeah, like an insane season that was, like, historically great. Lamar won unanimous MVP in 2019. Okay. He was... They were 14-2. and two, He led the league in touchdown passes. And yeah. he was... He burst onto the scene. I was like, all right, that guy can win it. Brady won it in 2010. The unanimous, U- unanimous. MVP? That's it. No one else has been unanimous. That would have been... on. It would be. It would have been insane. Had one had Aaron Schatz voted for Lamar Jackson, it would have been ridiculous for another unanimous MVP. One of three, so there were two others. There were two others going into last night. I, I saw that he had more. He had eight more first place votes than than Patrick Mahomes had last year, who had like forty one. Like he had sixteen more touchdowns or something along those lines than than Lamar Jackson did, and he had eight fewer first place votes. It's Absolutely wild. There's just no critical thinking, it feels like to me, with it. It's just we're all, 
nobody wants to step out of line. Well, I'll give you an example kind of, of this. Kind of idea. I, I tend to agree. And I don't want to be the person that's just, you know, sitting here saying, no one else thinks critically and we do. But this is the definition of 49 out of 50 people just said, like, oh, that guy. This reminds me of a college football or a college basketball poll, right? The AP poll. The number one team loses to the number two team. And if it's on a bad call or something, you're like, oh, everybody knows it's wrong. What will mm-hmm. everyone do? They'll move the number one team down to number two, the number two team to number one. Yeah. No one says, you know what? I think that's still the best team. It's, it's College football polling is like this. Well, uh, okay, now the team that we all, every one of us, every person here thought Alabama was the best team in the country, mm-hmm. and they lost a game. So that immediately means every one of us was wrong, and now somebody else is the best team in the country. When you're number one and you lose, you should keep some of your votes. Mm-hmm. People think you're the best. Mm-hmm. And here's Lamar, 49 out of 50. A- everybody? Yeah. This horse race, who should it be, who should it be the whole time? And you are you even have more options. It made more sense to be 49 out of 50 when you only had one vote. I get one vote. Okay, yeah. I choose... Now, the I, year, the year that it was only one vote, and like Rogers had this was like what three years ago. He had fifty-one touchdowns and five picks, and Hub and Arkish you only had the one vote, and Hub Arkish didn't vote for him because he thought he was a bad teammate, right? And Hub Arkish caught a lot of flack for that. Oh he, yeah, he didn't That's vote right. for Rogers for MVP, and he caught a lot of flack because back then, if you didn't vote for him number one, you didn't vote for him. Period. Right. In this new rating system, you have every opportunity to put Lamar second. Right. And still give him flowers and say, hey, I think this guy's great. I thought Josh was MVP. Or I thought Purdy was MVP and Lamar was second best. But 49 out of 50 went (laughs) number one when given the chance to vote anywhere one through five. To me, that is wild that that happened. And I am not upset or pounding the table. The Bills guys should have won. I I, I legitimately cannot believe it went 49 of 50 Mm -hmm. in a ranked choice system. It is nuts to me. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. And then, of course, you know, you're you're probably right. As I bury the lead of the guy who died, that didn't win comeback player I of mean, the year. The guy that set, that won it last night, Joe Flacco, told everybody what like a week ago. And maybe is, is that a thing too? It was after all the voting, right? When Flacco said this, and maybe they didn't even see it. He he basically said, paraphrasing, "What are you talking about?" I'm just old. Yeah. I came off the couch. That guy died on the field. His heart stopped. I mean, how long did you want him to be in the hospital? <laughs> or there was just no way he was ever going to win it, I guess. It was was it also so long ago that that factored into it as well? Like the whole Flacco story is in the last month and a half. All of it. Right. And, and how, when the did Hamlin Lam- story was a year ago. And when did Lamar win the MVP? In the last month and a half of the season? Right. So Recency bias probably playing into this as well. Another inconsistency, by the way, that one of our listeners pointed to, which is, do we care about turnovers for one award, but we don't for the other? Because we've asked this question. We haven't heard this as the definitive answer, but why didn't Josh Allen win MVP? Don't we pretty much think it's because he led the league in interceptions and there is an overvaluation on turnovers in the NFL, had he had eight fewer interceptions, would he have won MVP? Don't, don't, don't even need to answer that question. Yeah. He led the league in turnovers. He didn't win MVP. Joe Flacco won comeback player of the year. Sure, 
big yards, big touchdowns, cool story. He had eight picks in five games. That's a 27-interception <laughs> pace over an entire season. So for that would be another question I'd want to ask the 13 voters that voted for Joe Flacco as comeback player of the year, but at least 12 of them, because I don't know where Aaron Schatz did on that, at least 12 of those 13 didn't vote for Josh Allen to win MVP. So do you care about turnovers or do you not care about turnovers? Because this guy didn't win MVP with 45 touchdowns because he turns the ball over all the time. This guy won comeback player of the year, but we're just going to forget the fact that he had almost a 30 interception pace when he was in there. It's it's there's a lot of weird. How about Antonio Gates? Thank you for tweeting this in. Not getting in the Hall of Fame. I thought he was one of the easy ones. He's not in. I was so surrounded by the Hamlin and uh, MVP stuff. I didn't realize he didn't make it. Devin Hester got in ahead of Antonio Gates. Okay. Hmm. Do we have a problem with Devin Hester getting in? I'm not saying he should have been over. Well, on a night, but on a night where special teams were told we don't care about special teams, right? There's Devin Hester getting in as a kick returner. Eight oh three oh five fifty. We'll get some calls in on this, and of course, we're going to talk about digs. Which yes, you want to talk about things that are happening that are strange. What is wrong with all of you? I think people just want him to stop talking. Right? No. I don't know. All I see is people want him to say certain things that he does say. We'll get to that. I, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need time to settle mm-hmm. my, my my tea kettle temperature on everyone losing their mind on Diggs. Forty nine out of fifty first place votes for Lamar. Forty nine out of fifty people re- responding on the internet to an an interview that I don't think any of them watched it. Dan in Pittsburgh. Hey Dan. Hey, how's it going? Um, I called in about the awards, but since you, you since you bring up Diggs, um, I don't know why everyone was so mad about that interview. I mean, it basically kind of seemed like he was like almost like breaking down, like crying, thinking about leaving Buffalo. So I don't know why everyone was so up in arms about that. I mean, he said a million times he wants to retire a bill, and it just is what it is. But um, about the awards – what are we doing here? Like, it just seems so, like, 49 out of 50 votes. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm selfish because I had a plus plus $3,000 <laughs> future on Allen after the Broncos game. But he – Allen had as many passing touchdowns as Lamar had total touchdowns, and he broke the NFL rushing record for quarterbacks. I just don't understand how 49 out of 50 people – can think Lamar wins that MVP, even not even sprinkling in like Christian McCaffrey or even like Tyreek Hill or other people like that. I was just surprised so many people voted for Lamar to actually win. And I just don't, I I think it just became such a thing with Lamar to where if they gave him the award, just everyone was going to cry about it to the point where they didn't, but he totally deserved it. But that's all I really had to say. I'll hang up and just kind of let you guys talk. Love your show. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. And uh, does it matter? Do you want to know who the voters are? We know who all of the voters are. Do you know who is a new voter this year? Who? Tom Brady. What? Tom Brady's a voter. He had a vote? Yes. He works for Fox Sports. 
He has a vote. Oh, my. I was just about to say, it's the Associated Press. He works for Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. He has a vote. Did he Did he sometimes work at Fox just so we can get a vote and all this stuff? Who do you vote for? Maybe he'll tell us. We don't get, do, is there like a breakdown uh, anywhere where we can see like who voted for who? I know you get that in, uh, is it hockey where you get that? One of the sports you see who everybody votes for. Maybe it's the NBA, actually, where that happens. Um, Here are your voters. Mm-hmm. The first name is going to give you a red flag because this guy has takes. Emmanuel Acho. Mm. Sick. Greg Allman, Howard Balzer, Jared Bell, Dave Burkett, Tom Brady, Teddy Bruschi. Okay. Vic Carucci. Vic's got a vote. Hey, Vic. Mark Craig, Tom Curran, Charles Davis, Nate Davis, Howard Denneroff, Tony Dungy, mm-hmm. Jory Epstein, Boomer Esaias, and Doug Farrar, Mike Florio, <laughs> Ruben Frank, uh-huh. Rich Gannon, Jonathan Jones, Lindsey Jones, Mike Jones, Clark Judge, Ira Kaufman, Mina Kimes, Peter King, Pat Kerwin, Jeff Legwald, Jim Miller, Sam Monson, Bruce Murray, Gary Myers, Laura Oakman, Dan Orlovsky, Nick Pavlados, Dan Pompey, Laura Princiati, Lorenzo Reyes, Charles Robinson, Diana Rossini, Mike Sando, Aaron Schatz, Adam Shine, Tom Silverstein, Chris Sims, Armando Salguero, Mike Tirico, Ben Volan, Chirian Williams. Those are your voters. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay. Brewski? Yeah. Brewski? Good for Brewski. It's fine. I don't have a problem. Brady. But but there's a million ESPN like TV guys. Should like, it, should why, look- is he, why does he get one and not uh, Orlovsky? Orlovsky's or- on that list. He has oh, one. sorry. Orlovsky's yeah. on that list? Okay. So is Mina. 
Yeah. Is, should anyone Good. be surprised? The year Brady starts getting a vote, everything starts going wrong. <laughs> Is anybody surprised? <laughs> Brady. Uh-huh. 803-0550. We'll get a break in. Bruce, stick with us. We'll get to your call. Brian Koziel on uh, the Waste Management Open and the Sabres preview heading to the weekend. We'll get his thoughts on all this. Vote in our Twitter poll. What's stranger? DeMar not winning or 49 out of 50 per- first place votes for Lamar Jackson? You can think L- Lamar deserved the award. 49 out of 50. I'm blown away. It's Jeremy and Joe. We'll get to the dig stuff as well on WGR. We've talked about it and anything that we do on the sideline, whether it's good or bad, if it's communicating the right way, whatever it is, you know, yes. put on the microscope and judged every certain way and every angle. But again, we're just trying to be the best teammates that we could be for each other. And I owe a lot of my success in my career to him. And I think he would he would feel the same way about me. But I love that guy like a brother. Always will. You know, we're going to do some big things next year. Josh Allen sitting down with the Pat McAfee show. Allen did not go to the award show. He skipped out and he went to uh, Barstool Sports, did some trivia games with them. I saw highlights of that. He was also good at trivia. Yeah. What can't he do? He also had, uh, on the Pat McAfee show I saw, did you see he had like a, a subway safe? Like one of those bank vault things that you would carry money around in? And nobody knew what the code was except for Josh Allen. And it was filled with foot-long chocolate chip cookies. Wow. No doubt in my mind it was 1717. <laughs> or 1714. It was not. It was a password oh. that I'm guessing he set because it was, uh, let's just say it was about as inappropriate as a password as you could get. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to guess and we, we Yes, could, we all know. We just won't. <laughs> 803-0550. Jeremy and Joe with you. Uh, we're going to call Brian Koziel in a moment. Waste Management Open is... Uh, this weekend got delayed with weather. They had some I, crazy I, stuff. I need the I need them to get going here because I'm going to need that nice little pot before the uh, before the Super Bowl. I'm going to need my cash outs before the game starts on uh, Sunday. And I don't are they going to get it in? I hope Brian's going to tell me yes because I I got a lot of outstanding stuff yeah. for the waste management open. I need Scheffler to win. Bruce in Derby. Good morning, Bruce. Morning, gentlemen. How you doing today? Good, Bruce. Uh, I just got a comment about the MVP and a question for you. Then I'll hang up. First. Um, I really remember when this MVP thing meant something back in the day. Now it's like, it just seems watered down. They start talking about it at the first week of preseason. And it just, it's skewed. It's like just a popularity contest, it seems to me. Like, it doesn't really much matter. And then my question is, how many of these MVPs that actually want, you know, the guys that want it, how many of them do you think or know actually made it into the Hall of Fame at the end of their careers? I'd just be curious to find that out. Yeah, most of them. Most of them. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Lamar uh, Lamar is a multiple-time MVP. We've got instant trivia for that later on. He joins a pretty elusive, or, uh, exclusive group or whatever, a small group of guys to win multiple MVPs. But your MVPs, all right, how many make the Hall of Fame? You find one. I'll list the guys that won't make the Hall of Fame, okay? Mm-hmm. Cam Newton. Probably won't. I don't think he okay. will. I'm going to keep going back. Sean Alexander. Mm, didn't he have like a 30 touchdown year? But no, I yeah, don't think okay. so. Yeah, okay. I'm going to keep going back. Rich Gannon. No. Steve McNair. Mm, no. Terrell Davis is in. The reason I'm this far, I'm still going to find the next non-Hall of Famer. Boomer Esiason. I'm an 88. 
1988. Uh, after that, I'm still going back. Sean Alexander did have an 1,800-yard, 27-touchdown season. Mark Mosley in 1982. The reason I had to keep going back is because here, here are your MVP winners. Uh, Lamar, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Matt Ryan. I bet he does make it. Matt Ryan? Yeah. Peyton Manning, Adrian Peterson, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Terrell Davis, Brett Favre, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Thurman Thomas, Joe Montana. Like the MVP is a Hall of Fame award. Yeah. Not many guys win it and don't go to the Hall of Fame. And Lamar's won it twice. I think Lamar is... If you could you could get Hall of Fame odds on Lamar right now, he'd have, I think he'd have to be a favorite to make it. Yeah. I think Josh is probably a favorite to make it too, but it would help him to get a couple of awards or something. So, thanks for the phone call, Bruce. 803-0550. Twitter poll is, which is stranger? DeMar Hamlin not winning comeback player of the year, or... Lamar Jackson getting 49 out of 50 first-place votes in a year where everyone said it was really hard to pin down who the MVP was this year until the end. Brian Koziel joins us, host of T to Green, host of our Sabres broadcast as well, pre- and post-game. He'll be up this weekend with a Kids' Day game tomorrow. Brian, which of those is stranger to you, the Hamlin one or the Lamar one? Oof. I think probably in the end I'm going to go with the fact that Allen only got one first-place vote. Just the numbers to me um, really indicate like that it should have been very close. I, I thought I, I wasn't expecting him to win. It seemed like that, you know, mostly we were getting that message that Lamar was going to win. But I thought with the numbers, what Allen put up and how he led in touchdowns and yards and the fact that the Bills finished so strong, I thought that he could definitely at least garner a little attention. The fact that he... Only, what, he finished fifth overall in the voting. I thought that, too, was surprising, that there were guys that were voted much higher ahead of him, even just regardless of whether or not they voted Lamar first. So I think I will say that. Uh, the, Hamlin, the Hamlin thing is so interesting because um, I think everybody just assumed, like, oh, that this, even though Flacco had such an incredible story on the field, you know, what Hamlin had to overcome off the field, like, that there was no way they weren't going to give it to him. Um, and, and that one, I guess, football-wise, I can argue for. Um, but I guess life-wise, it seems still kind of shocking to me that, that, I mean, I feel like I remember reading articles saying that they should rename the award after DeMar Hamlin and the fact that he didn't even win it the year he was up for it. Um, I guess I'm talking myself into maybe the other side here as I'm going here. But yeah. the, the Allen numbers to me are just the fact that he finished fifth. That's probably maybe my most surprising thing. Brian Cozio on the Western Hotline. We'll get back to this football stuff and the, the awards and what Diggs had to say with Kay Adams yesterday. Um, but, Brian, the Waste Management Open is underway, and this is uh, – I, I was trying to think of all the golf events. You've got the majors, then you've got the players, and then this course has really carved itself out this spot, right? Like, it's uh, it's an elevated event, and you've got the stadium around the 16th hole, and – I think the Waste Management Open has done a great job of marketing by just kind of embracing what they are. I was, I was thinking about it like Bill's Mafia. Maybe at one point the rowdiness, the sponsors and people might have thought, well, this is getting out of hand, and then they decided, you know what, screw it. Might as well just go all the way in because the Waste Management Open has a pretty good thing going these days. For sure. I mean, it's known as the rowdiest tournament in golf, the biggest party in golf, and now the fact that they've kind of embraced it and taken that on, uh, including the players, uh, I think that they do have kind of like their own brand. 
And you're right, it's not with the majors, um, but it's almost maybe uh, a, a really nice contrast to what we had last week with Pebble Beach. You know, you're you're celebrating the history and the tradition and the beautiful views and, and all that goes with Pebble Beach and the pristine scene that can be golf. And then next week, it's the biggest party. And that scene at the 16th hole that they essentially build a stadium around, for those that haven't seen it, it's a par three. And literally now it's totally enclosed. And their logo for this tournament has taken shape of that hole that their stadium has built around it. And they encourage the crowd to go crazy and to even to kind of get after the golfers if they had a fourth shot. Uh, it's definitely the most, uh, in terms of the crowd, it's the most unique scene that you'll see in all of professional golf. And players, it's kind of funny, like how much they embrace it and how much they have to play through it. It's a, it's a regular tournament for a lot of it. Um, you know, whatever. It can be rowdy in other parts. But coming down the back stretch, whether it's, you know, Friday, Sunday, whatever, you kind of have to, as a player, I think, step into a different mindset when you get to that hole. Yeah, guys put on different hats. They sometimes change their shirt just to kind of embrace that whole scene and get the crowd on their side. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's something that you know that you prepare for as you go toward the end of your round there, with that being the 60th hole. And you're right. I mean, the other holes, I mean, there's definitely activity. And, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of people that will attend this event over the four days and it is the highly attended, the most highly attended event of the season on the PGA Tour. But definitely, I think, you know, if, if you're in contention, there is something that you have to prepare yourself for because it is a different, I guess, scene and a different mindset what you normally would be, where it's dead silence normally when you're hitting. Um, this one, I think golfers, even if they don't like it, I think they've probably decided that, look, it's not worth fighting it in terms of maybe what had happened a few years ago when there was like, well, how far can the crowd go to be noisy? You know, what is the, the tour and the, and the um, kind of volunteers going to allow? Now they just, they basically are letting everything go. I mean, it is very, if you watch any of the coverage today and you watch 16, it is very, very loud as the guy is, as the player is preparing to hit. So I think this is something that players now kind of go in with a different mindset and think, well, this is just part of the event. And I think most of the guys have embraced it and kind of turned it into something fun. And you get great reactions when guys do hit a good shots. So that is kind of fun. You're, you're, you're going into kind of a, you know, a football sort of type venue into kind of almost like an enclosed, I guess the closest thing you'd get to almost like a dome setting for golf uh, with how they have that set up. Brian Koziel on the Western Hotline. Brian, weekend for the Sabres coming up as well with a game tomorrow, Kids Day, against the Blues. You know, they've, they've played better this last month or so. You know, the record is what it is. They're not gaining too much ground. Do you think there's, I don't want to say a moral victory in here, because they actually are getting more victories, and they've, they've been able to put together a reasonable run, but it's not getting them anywhere. How, how, does, how does the season end if they end playing well? You know, I wonder how motivated they'll be to make changes, how, how drastic those might be, or if they think that what they've done in the last month is a truer sign to maybe who they are. Well, hopefully they'll learn their lesson from last year. I mean, they finished the last month very well and decided to just run almost the exact same lineup back. You know, they added a couple of defensemen who, in general, overall, have not really made a huge impact. You know, Eric Johnson's penalty-killing efforts, I think, have improved the penalty kill. I don't expect Eric Johnson to be on this team past the trade deadline, so that maybe is a moot point to even discuss. And Connor Clifton has been better, but... He had a lot of 
four starts overall. That also has been a part of why this team is where they are in the standings. Um, but to answer your question, if they just kind of, you know, maybe stick on this, I know they're what, like on a nine, six and one pace kind of thing uh, over the last month or so, if they kind of play at that and get themselves a little closer, but ultimately don't make it. I hope that there was still enough of a sample size that Kevin Adams and Don Granado, if they are the ones making the decisions in the off season, really decide, Hey, we have to tinker with this a little bit more than just signing some sort of token, you know, last pair defenseman and some sort of, uh, you know, flip a couple of players up front. Uh, I know last year, you know, bringing back a bringing back Gergensen, bringing back Olofsson, uh, all those, all those three players, um, I know the, the Olsen one was had to be more of a trade, but those were all decisions that Kevin Adams, I think, could have gone the other way with, and maybe the lineup looks a little bit different right now. They clearly have had the injury bug. You know, it's something that happens to all teams, but it seems like this team, in terms of their top group, their top six, they've really had that uh, been a thorn in their side. But guess what? That's part of an NHL season, and you know, sometimes you end up on the wrong end of it, and. You know, they're still not going to be healthy here basically for the rest of the season with no Samuelson and basically Quinn almost out for the remainder. Brian Koziel on the Western Hotline. Brian, what's going on TD Green this weekend? You guys have a Sabres game at 1 o'clock, so how's the schedule move around? Yeah, so we our first show is going to be coming up on the 24th. We've been doing weekly podcasts, but our first show coming back for the season uh, will be at on February 24th. Um, we kind of go to some of our indoor places to start the season. We'll be at the Golf Dojo um, to start our season on Transit Road in Williamsville on February 24th. So that's when it officially comes back on WGR uh, on Saturday mornings from 7 to 8. Very good. Brian Cozio. Thanks, Brian. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You too. Tomorrow, a 1 o'clock face-off, Kids Day, another Kids Day game. And the waste management picks back up today. Did you see, I'm just finding this out now, there was a guy who missed his tea time yesterday? No, I did not. Lucas Glover said he misread his text messages. Wow. He had an 826 local tea time. He just didn't show up Mm. because he thought his tea time was later in the day. Have you ever missed a tea time because you just didn't know the time? Misread Uh, text messages? Maybe. Maybe. And has that ever happened on the tour before? That can't ha- that can't be normal or uh, frequent. That someone got disqualified because. By the way, I have bets on Lucas Glover for this week. I don't know what happens there. He, it, it, it goes as a withdrawal. It goes and, as a withdrawal. Yeah, that'll be voided for you. All right, good. Because he just overslept. I don't yeah. even know. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty at seven o'clock. Josh, can, do you, can you see, can we get the technology to send out one of those uh, emergency broadcast systems where we alert everyone's phone that we're going to be talking about something that they need to be listening to at 7 o'clock? Do we have the, we can't do that, only like for, okay, only actual emergencies? Joe, we, we need to stage an intervention with people on, on Stefan Diggs. There needs to be an intervention. That'll be at seven. I think o'clock. I might. I think I might need it. You need it. Okay. I think I'll, I'll, I might need it. Too. I'll be here to give you an intervention. All right. I'm here for everyone. <laughs> Not going to start it now. The, it's, the, it's on the surface, though. The, you can. <laughs> the, the true drama queens. Let's talk about who the true drama queens are. We'll get to that at seven o'clock. We got instant trivia, stat of the day. You know, lots of fun to get to. Lots of fun. Uh, Dan Dunleavy at 8.30, Kevin Price. I've got a Let's Get Stupid. 
Those okay. Are, those are always, you know, good, yes, good Friday good. good Friday content. Jeremy and Joe, Josh Schmidt producing. Give us a call, 803-0550 on DeMar Hamlin not winning comeback player of the year or on Lamar Jackson getting 49 of 50 first place votes. Nearly only the third unanimous MVP in a system where it's less likely to be unanimous than ever before. Crazy. It's it's just absolutely wild to me. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. Super Bowl Sunday coming up this week. NFL Awards show. Who's following Del Reed, Bills fan of the year. A lot of his pictures. He got a picture with Roger Goodell. He said he's wearing a shirt, one of his 26 shirts about, mm-hmm. you know, like punching out the Dolphins. He saw Tyreek Hill and he lifted up his Bills jersey to reveal mm-hmm. the shirt about knocking out Miami. Yeah. Dell had himself a day yesterday. It was fun to follow along on, uh, on Twitter. Too bad he didn't win, but uh, didn't win NFL fan of the year. He won... Bills fan of the year and is in Vegas and is going to the Super Bowl. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. How's everybody doing today? You're you're what? I'm still debating whether I'm going to golf this weekend, but the rain is making it look uh, a little... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. A little bit tough. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just trying to get through the day not thinking about Kansas City, having to watch another Chiefs game on Sunday. Just like forgetting that the Super Bowl is even happening on Sunday. Radio Row, let me, let me that that's the real event on Sunday. Who's who? Everybody's there, including Dell. And you had Allen doing the rounds yesterday with a giant subway, uh, like bank lock vault thing with chocolate chip cookies everywhere. And also weird uh, fashion choices from Josh, and he went, like, real dad mode. Did you see what he was wearing yesterday in Radio Row? Yeah. Like, flannel, jeans, boots. Okay. Like it. There was a quote from Aaron Rodgers where he said he can do everything except run at full speed right now. On February 9th. Uh Uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah, but he was going to play Week 17 if they were in it. Yeah. I can't believe. Right. Did he ever say... uh, what was what was your your bet that he would say I could have been healthy by week seventeen or week eighteen? My bet I was I would I was cleared to play. Had we been in it, I would have played. My bet was the moment they're eliminated, he was going to say I was good to go next week. Right, and he didn't exactly say that, and he still kind of isn't saying that. No, he yeah, of course, because he knows now everybody knows how ridiculous the idea of him actually playing would have been. Yeah. Meanwhile, didn't Kirk Cousins tear his Achilles? He did. He danced on stage last night. Yeah. 
He said also he ripped his Achilles so quick and clean that he didn't know it didn't hurt. Hmm. Like he didn't know that it happened because it it happened like there was just no partial whatever something still hanging on. I don't know, but he was moving, which is good for him, I guess, because he's a free agent and he's the number one free agent quarterback. So he's going to want teams to think he's healthy. Yep. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Okay, the definitive intervention regarding a certain wide receiver and people around here that are losing their minds. Definitive intervention. We'll take calls on it if you want as well. 803-0550. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.